I want apple juice. Lucas wants apple juice. I know, I heard him can say I that. Can I have apple juice? Yeah, you can have apple juice. Can I have soda? Yes, you can have soda. Can I press that button? No, you can't press that button. Why? Because that's going to play the theme song. I'm not ready to start Click. the pot. There's got to be like a million ways, like a million ways that I could start this podcast besides the same old tired. What's up, guys? James Gutman here on High Pod. I'm Dad. Welcome back to another edition of the podcast. It's Friday. It is the end of June. It's 2023. The year is going by. The month is going by. Summer's on its way. Thank you. Wherever you found me, whether it's on any streaming service, and there's a ton of them, or on HighPodOmDad.com. Like, subscribe, bookmark, all that stuff. Thank you for your support. We've been doing this for years. Uh, as well as over on HighBlogOmDad.com, the blog inspired by my life that has inspired this podcast every Monday and Wednesday. New blogs talking about my life, parenting, autism awareness, autism appreciation, all the different things I love to write about. And this has been, it's been a week, man. This is a week. And I got to tell you, I said last week, Lucas had a, my son, Lucas, he's nonverbal, 12 years old, autism. Um, he has been pretty much with the same group of people and the same schooling since he was two. I uh, started going to a preschool when he was very young. We were noticing signs of delay. Put him on a bus when he was so tiny. I just remember that. It took a lot of courage. I wrote about I wrote about that when it happened and I uh, around the time that it happened and I reposted that this past week on Monday if you get a chance to check it out. The first bus ride uh, which was very it was difficult, but he he handled it, which would go on to become a theme for him. Things that I was so worried about when it came to my son that it ended up just being um for me to worry about because he was fine with it. I'd be like, "How's Lucas going to handle this?" And Lucas is like, like a champ, mofo, and he does. He knocks it out. Not every single time. There's surprises. That's what keeps us on our toes. But for the most part, anything that I think Lucas might have an issue with, he ends up not having an issue with. And the bus ride was one of them. I wanted to repost that for any of you guys who are dealing with that. I know a lot of people in our position, um, as your kid ages into different places or does different things, you put them on a school bus. A lot of people don't want to put them on a school bus. It would be, I don't know who wants to really put their kids on a school bus. So it says a lot when you have to do it, so I wanted to share that one. But yeah, I talked last week about his picnic. At school, they had that end-of-the-year picnic, and I kept saying it was like the series finale of kind of my my life here. I mean, it's something that we've been really a part of. Uh, all his teachers, all the teaching aides, I pick him up and drop him off on the days that I have him with me, so I see these people every day. I talk to them. I've gotten to know them. I love these people. I mean, people that could babysit, people that could be around, people I'm friends with on social um, it's been really fantastic. And on top of it too, like all the other parents, I've known them for a while. My life got enmeshed and all that stuff. And that's what ends up happening. Sometimes you get to know a lot of people and you need almost like a, like a soft reset. So I kept saying if last week, if the picnic was my series finale of, of all this, then Lucas's graduation uh, this past week was the scene that plays over the credits at the end when the beautiful music is playing. That's, that's how it felt. It felt like the picnic, there was a lot of, 
just trying to figure out what are we going to do? How's this going to work? You know, just thinking about his future kind of went through my head a lot. But when it came to the, the graduation ceremony, I don't know, man. I was, I was moved by it. I'll tell you guys. My ex-wife and I, we always bring up his graduation from preschool. Because his graduation from preschool was a nightmare. It was terrible. It was, um, you know, when they're little, when your kids are little and you send them to a school for kids showing signs of delay or showing signs of autism, the idea of the school is to show you how they can quote unquote fix your kid. And you're still in that mindset of my kid needs to be fixed, not that your kid is great. And I remember his graduation from preschool that made me like physically ill. What ended up happening was every kid was expected to go over to the principal take their certificate and then say thank you into the microphone, which as the parent to a nonverbal child at like four was terrifying because nobody had told me about this. And then they all came down the aisle uh, one by one. And it became clear as they were doing this, that they had the kids going in the order of how they could do it. Isn't that terrible? The very first kid, it was like, it was like, Billy, congratulations. And Billy's like, thank you. And you're like, oh my God. And then a little while later, the kid's like, thank you. And then like, you have some kids that struggled. And then you got to the devices where they were pressing the button. And my son was the very last one out of the entire school. Went up there. He struggled with his device. It was brand new. He had really not used it that much. They had to put his finger on it and do it. It was very, it was pointless. And it was a two-hour ceremony that he kept trying to escape from. So we sat there in the crowd watching them pull him back to the stage. And I'm like, oh my God. So we were getting these vibes. We were worried, obviously, about this graduation. And this graduation was not that. This graduation was him. This graduation was my boy and the person I know him to be. And I think that's the biggest change between the two. Yeah, you could say, well, he does all these things now and he's going to... But I know him. And I think that's one of the biggest parts of what's changed is that there were no surprises. He went up there and um, and he walked down the aisle, has a little device slung over his shoulder, which is always adorable. He was dressed like a little man. And um, there was, he didn't have an iPad to play with and he didn't have his computer out to play on, which I was worried he would need to do because sometimes he needs to do that. And when he was on stage, there was no, I think at one point there was a noise where we thought it might, be him, but it was mostly just other kids and coughing or whatever. There's no, he wasn't screeching. He wasn't screaming. He wasn't crying. He wasn't upset. He just hung out. And this was a mixed group, man. This was not just a special ed class. Like, as you guys know, he's in a special ed program uh, in a mainstream school, but next year, or actually in a few weeks, he's going to be going to a special needs school, which was a huge decision to make. Um, And it wasn't for behavior. It wasn't for anything like that. It was for him. It was I want him to learn certain things. There's things that my son doesn't do on his own. And there's a laundry list of them. And I try not to give too many details. because This is privacy. But I mean, things like like he doesn't like to brush his own teeth. He doesn't do it. He doesn't go up and down. Like he can mimic it a little bit, but not to the point where it works. Even washing his hands. He washes his hands, but you have to go in there and double check. Things like that. I want him to learn. And I want him to be able to do. And that's not to say that they can't teach him that at the school he's at. It's just that... It's tailored to him, you know, like a lot of the stuff that they do there is for, I don't say higher functioning, but just different kids. So we had to make this decision and that decision weighs on you so that when a graduation like this comes along, where he goes up there and he sits there and he's being so good, 
you're just like, okay, this is good. There was nothing upsetting. No matter how long it went, he was good. And then my favorite part of the whole thing, I wrote about it on Wednesday. Hopefully you guys got a chance to read it on High Blog. Um, when it came time for him, what would happen is the kids would go up there and they would call out the name and the kids would walk up. They'd walk past the teacher. They'd go over to the principal. They'd shake his hand. They'd take the certificate. Everyone would clap and they'd go back to their seat. Lucas stood up and um, he didn't really go. He didn't like walk past the seat. He came out a little bit. So his teacher came over and she met with him and the people are cheering. Now they're cheering the whole time because it's his turn, right? And they cheer during your turn, but Lucas took longer for his turn. So he got a lot of cheers and he comes out there and she met with him and he walks in front of the stage and he walks down to where the principal is and he doesn't shake hands with the principal. He doesn't look at the principal. He just stood next to the principal and looked into the crowd like, Hey, (laughs) and people cheered. I was like, that's my boy. And, uh, yeah, and the principal gave him the certificate and Lucas looked up at him and it was really, I don't know, I was so proud of him in that moment. I've been proud of him this whole time. And it was indicative of of who he is. And I said before about like the biggest difference with his graduation is that I know who he is. And I know who he is because I do, I said before, I bring him to school, I pick him up. So I hear people all day, hi, Lucas, hi, Lucas. The kids, they're these kids that they monitor the buses when, you know, to make sure there's safety, the bus safety monitors, I guess would be an appropriate name. They say hello to him. Um, Kids that work with him. He does his after school program two days a week or he did. And they would have helpers from, you know, the other classes would come in and help. So these kids knew him. They'd be like, hi, Lucas, how are you? Kids run over to him. Teachers come to me like, oh, I get Lucas today. They're all excited. And it's not, um, not a work to use a wrestling term. It's not fake. It's not pretend. He is just so pleasant to be around. I mean that. He's really pleasant. And keep in mind, this is from the guy who has to do, you know, 99% when he's here at my house of the grunt work. You know what I mean? Like all the stuff, all the cleanups and the things that require, there's a lot of real work that's required for Lucas. All these things that people picture when they picture having a special needs kid and they go, I don't know how you do it. I do all that stuff. All that being said, I do it with a smile on my face because he is the most uplifting, and I said pleasant a million times, a pleasant, kind, fun, loving little guy you'll ever be around. His smile and his happiness, it just makes you want to be happy. He reminds me to be happy. I wish I could get as excited about anything as my son gets over the same YouTube video that he's seen 10,000 times. He gets so excited when he starts putting on like Happy Slang Fairy School and he's clapping and he's jumping in front of me and he's putting his face in front of me and like, like clapping, looking like, hey, check this out. And I'm just like, it's awesome, bro. And it just makes me happy. It makes me know that I, um, you know, I, I made a really good person for this world. And I think that's the lesson and that's the thing that I, I wanted to get out of this, you know, audio today and, and kind of the theme that I had for the week and some of the blog posts too is the fact that you know, you think during these graduations, what's my kid's place in the world? Because they talk about that. These are the future leaders. These are the people who will do all these things. And one of the things that probably would have upset me years ago, and it didn't upset me, was they were commending these leadership kids for their work. Um, And one of the things that some of the leadership kids did was after school and those after school programs at my son, they would work with kids in his class and kind of be like their buddies, they called it. So I'm sitting there listening to how working with my son is, you know, like kind of a, a, you know, a good deed or whatever it is, but I didn't take it that way. I knew, I knew it was good because I've met these kids and I've seen that they don't just like work with him. Like they liked him. They enjoyed being around him. They ran up to him when they didn't have to, and they were sweet and they were kind. And 
it made me happy to know that he was, you know, taken care of and watched over and, and people liked him, right? But it makes you think, like, what's my kid's place in the world? My kid is not, he's not on the leadership team. He's the one being cared for. He's not, you know, he's not in the art club. He's not in the, you know, whatever other club there is. What, what's he going to do? What's he going to go on to be? He's not going to be, I mean, maybe be a CEO or something one day, but that's far off. It's not in, you know, in the cards right now. What's my son's gift to the world? And I didn't even have to think about it because it was there. I knew it already. People love Lucas. I wish people loved me the way they love Lucas. I wish I loved people the way I love Lucas. People aren't like that. People don't have that unvarnished, kind of unfiltered, out on the table, you know, this is who I am. No ego, no pride. This is my personality. These are the things that make me happy. These are the things that I like. And that's who my son is. He's, he's the purest human being you'll ever meet. And people never forget him. And I don't want them to. I don't want people to ever forget him. And I saw that. I saw that in all the days that I brought him to school. And I saw that when he stood in front of that stage and everybody cheered. And I was filled with more pride than I would have if he won a thousand awards. It was really fantastic. So this was a good week. And like I said before, man, I said it last week. I'm going to say it again this week. This for me has been a real no drama, no drama kind of week because, uh, and I think we need that in life. I think we definitely need those time periods where something takes over your focus to the point where all the other outside distractions that you've become used to in life where people want to talk about this and whatever you did this and you're this kind of, I don't care. Yeah. Okay, cool. Whatever, (laughs) whatever you think, whatever you do. I'm only dealing with Lucas and I did and I'm so proud of him and I appreciate you guys who you know commented and who took the time to to reach out and it really meant a lot to me um you know both my kids did great my my daughter is uh you know, she didn't move up anywhere but she's getting older too she's 15 I let her I let her back the car out and drive forward this past week it's a pretty big deal in an empty parking lot Kept getting Bob's Burgers vibes. It didn't happen. I don't know if you guys ever saw that scene, but it's hilarious. And that's what I was worried about. But both my kids are growing and both my kids are doing great. And I couldn't be prouder of of both of them. Honest to God. And thank you for always letting me share them with you. Thank you for letting me tell you my stories. And thank you for checking out this podcast, checking out the blogs, and for following me on social media at Hi James Gutman, where everywhere that's where I am. I appreciate it. Thank you. I will be back next Friday with a brand new podcast. I'll be back Monday, Wednesday with new blogs. Until then, James Gutman saying, be well. Bye, pod. I'm done.